In today's day and age, it's refreshing to find a company with values that match yours. And it's even more extraordinary when the products they make exceed your expectation in every way. That's what Michael's Naturopathic Programs has done for over 30 years. With more than 50 tried and truthful high-potency formulas, Michael's Naturopathic Programs give your body what it needs. No more guessing what herbs or vitamin, amino acid, or mineral you need. With Michael's, it's all in one bottle. From cardiovascular support to weight management to nervous system support to detox and cleansing and more michael's naturopathic programs work they have to michael himself has been giving them to his family from the very start visit michaelshealth.com and get your tried and truthful formulation today that's m-i-c-h-a-e-l-s health.com m-i-c-h-a-e-l-s health.com get a special discount when you input the code pastor greg that's pastor greg for your special discount The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to uh, hour two of the Three Stooges show. Uh, this is Fred Penny. Oh, no, this is a law talk show. I'm Frederick Penny, your host with Cal Hunter and Todd Cunin. Denise Dirks is off uh, doing something with, like, her family or some wedding of a daughter blah, or something. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. Priorities, priorities, priorities. Uh, my wife actually says, uh, you're going to Radio Law Talk? Now, is it three hours? Yeah. Is there any way you can push it to six hours? I said, no, I can't. The listeners can't listen for that long. They they only have a 15-minute uh, listenership. What is a 15-minute attention span is the average person or something like that. I, and she said, okay, but push it to six six hours. My wife just says, better. can you leave some money and then go ahead and go? It'll be fine. Yeah, you could go yeah, all yeah. you want and play with the guys over there and hang out. Uh, this hour is going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about a lot of very interesting things. We just finished talking about Epstein lawyer Dershowitz, and we're going to tie that in. And Todd is a former uh, prosecutor and now a, a criminal defense attorney. We're going to tie that into uh, how the court overturns the Boston Marathon bomber's death sentence and why and what happened and how that has to do with Dershowitz and the Epstein case. It doesn't, but the issues about um, you know cases and being fair in cases, Todd's got a little uh, scenario. Believe me, the cases are not the same, and it has nothing to do with Dershowitz, but uh, some of the issues that occurred during a trial is very interesting and uh, in how he, Todd, wants to tie that in. Uh, we're going to also uh, talk about a Massachusetts judge that's facing a trial on conspiracy theory. We're going to talk about that. Uh, also, a Twitter hack and TikTok being sued. By the way, those of you out there by the uh, that are TikTok users, and I would say the vast majority of you that listen to us are not, because of our age demographic, but tell your grandkids or your kids, I'm looking, and so far it's still on, and it has not gone off. We are big social media people here. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You go to Radio Law Talk on all those, except it's Radio Law TikTok, and uh, you can follow us on those uh, social media platforms. 
But call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-529-7234. And then we can talk about uh, the latest goings on. Remember, uh, we're not giving legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. Uh, go seek counsel if you have any questions. We love your emails at info at radiolawtalk.com. But uh, we, we can't give legal advice. We can, you know, if you need, if you need a personal injury in California, I mean, I'm not, this is not a self-serving type thing, but, it, you know, there's, you can talk to us or talk to or, or, or uh, uh, areas uh, similar to that. But Denise, believe me, if, yeah. we, if Fred Penny gave legal advice to everyone in the radio yeah. audience, you do not want to see that bill. No, well, not that <laughs> bill. I, I would say the vast majority of it would be wrong. <laughs> because well, there's that I point too. I don't. It's so funny, don't you? You get this too, Todd. Well, Fred, you're a lawyer. I've got this question oh, about yes. you know my brother's uncle's uh, son had a contract with this uh, guy in a of a home and and the electrical didn't work. You know what? I'd hire a lawyer too. So I don't know. I, I've know? I've been getting that type of a setup to questions since about the third week of law school. I remember I'd get that from family and I'd say. How much do you think they taught me in three weeks? <laughs> I mean, right now I pretty much know where to park and how to get to the front office of the school. <laughs> that's about, and, that, and that's true. That's about it. And that's all you need to know. But uh, anyway, we're, the most important thing people are here for, I always say that, and is Cal who tripped us up first hour. I can't believe we didn't get points. We're trying to win. Todd and I, because Denise is not here, points for Radio Law. I mean, Radio Law Talk's famous case or no case. Case or no case. Roll it. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! All right. Dr. Devender Sharma was a man in India desperate for cash. After losing all of his money in a scam, he became embittered and decided after, since he got ripped off, it didn't matter what he did to get his money. All bets were off. It was all a means to an end. And so he became involved in a scheme selling, as Mr. Cunin referenced earlier, illegal kidney transplants. You know, buying people's kidneys from them and selling them on the black market. But wait, there's more. He was busted on that, spent a little time in prison, and when he got out, he decided to kick it up a notch by kidnapping and murdering taxi drivers, cutting out their sellable organs and selling them and dropping their bodies into an alligator-infested swamp so their remains could never be retrieved. After all the bodies were dumped, Sharma then took the taxis, either whole or in parts, and broke them up and made about 270 bucks per car. So my question to each of you, was he charged for the auto theft? Case or no case? Oh, uh, Fred, I think you get to go first. This is a little spin. <laughs> so it is a case. Yep, it is a case. But the yeah. question is, was he charged for the auto theft? And uh, I start out with it. I think this is an easy one. By the way, that is bizarre. I was thinking, you know what? That's such a bizarre scenario. It, it, it's got to be true because in case or no case, there's two things we figure out. Is the case, uh, is it a case, and, and what's the outcome? Right. Well, a lot of it, just so you know, is if it's so off the wall, it's got to be true. And if it's a normal scenario, it rarely is true. So I said to myself, you know, that's a true case anyway, right, Cal? So I'm glad you told me that. But yeah, the right. answer is... Absolutely, he got he got charged with uh, auto theft also. So he had auto theft. I bet you it was auto theft, and it was uh, you know a murder charges, obviously. But, Mass uh, murder, yes. Yeah. So I would say and yes. Illegal that it, trafficking. The answer in human is body yes. Parts and, uh, he is right, charged right. with 
But that's such an obvious answer. That's what scares me. But what I'm say like, you, Mr. Cunin? Go was was uh, Dr. Devinder charged with auto theft in this rather wide-ranging scenario of criminality? What what was his full name? Uh, let's see, Dr. Devinder Sharma. Dr. Devinder Sharma. Yes. So that, I'm going to say that this is a case just for the point. <laughs> well, yeah, he's kind of. <laughs> yeah, we got the point. Yeah, I got the yeah, point. At least we point. each get a point. So, you know, no, you don't get and, a point on that. I already oh, told it was a case. Come on, this is oh, a binary, it. two or none. Okay, well, dang I'm going to say that he was not charged with auto That's theft exactly right. for this reason. Can I change my mind? I'm going to say he was not charged with <laughs> auto theft for this reason, <laughs> and it is. That if this is who I think it's about, this individual is the, some believe is the largest mass murder in history. Was a guy from India that did this. But because of the time period, they weren't actual automobile taxis. They were more of these pole type things. So there was no auto to charged him with. And so I'm going to say that uh, that no, that he, he was not charged with auto theft. I, that's exactly the answer. Can I change my mind? No, you may not. Dang it. I'm so Because I think that's right, because it's so <laughs> obvious that you would think you would be charged with it. Well, oh, here's what's interesting about this. Yes. I already told you that the mass murder was an actual case, and Dr. Sharma eventually confessed to being involved in more than 50 disappearing taxi drivers, which apparently are just so invisible in India, nobody notices that they go out missing. Fifty of them. However, he was convicted of all of those killings. In fact, he, it was so bad that he got caught in the midst of killing another taxi driver. That's when they busted him. He, he was already, you know, getting ready to kill a guy. And so... He was never charged with auto theft. I knew it. Never charged with auto theft. It was too easy. It was easy. You're I right. cannot. I cannot get a point. <laughs> but it's a good. But it's a good scenario. So Todd it? gets two. I just. I couldn't get a point if you gave it to me. It would be some reason it would fall down. Well, I gave you a point, but what happened, Fred, is the stars aligned a little bit different. And you can't have any. Points. Well, next hour it'll be easier for you because we're going oh. to talk about. It depends on what the meaning of a particular word. Is on our next case oh, of case. Oh, what is is? No case next time. What is well, is? It might be is, and it might be something else. <laughs> All right, when we come back. We're going to talk about the Boston Marathon bombers' death sentence, and Todd has an interesting skew on it. And by the way, walking outside our studio, I see a bunch of uh, sheep. We'll be back. We'll be back. Time to mow the lawn again. I see. <laughs> Radio Lot Talk will continue right after this. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country, guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. I like the Amargosa Valley. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. 
Hey, Cal, how's your air conditioner doing in there? Is it doing better? Uh, yes, I'm actually. Can uh, you feel the air? I could in, unstuck one of my legs from the chair. Yes. So it's, it's great. Uh, we have been for <laughs> a, probably a year. Cal sits in a different room than us, and we can see him through the glass. Um, and he sits in there and sweats <laughs> like a dog in there. And so, we're always like, we're sitting here going, well, I don't know what the deal is. Fred comes Cal. in to see me and holds his nose and goes, phew, I'm not coming in that place. <laughs> and he's always, <laughs> you see him with his little you know, fan fanning himself. And here we're in a beautiful, nice, new, modern building. We're like, God, we can't figure this out. So I called the person in charge finally. And they said, oh, yeah, the little, the little room behind Cal's. Uh, go over there. There's a little... Uh, there's a little um, the thermostat, thermostat, thermostat that's thing. over there. So, yeah, so I right. walk over there, I look, just so you know. It said 89. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh, I'll put this down to 73. Now, I said to doing... myself, I know Fred's cheap, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for probably a year and a half, two years, he's been sitting there sweating. Cal, <laughs> he's in there <laughs> doing <laughs> hot box Bikram <laughs> yoga. <laughs> and it's sitting right behind us the whole time for a year, two years. I just figured it out. Thank nice. you, Fred. It's, I appreciate that. Like, it's, it's starting to get cold in here. It feels I, good I for know. once. Like, we, could, we could hang beef. We always... <laughs> You know, the problem is we sit here and sweat. We can't figure it out, you know. Stop rubbing yourself. <laughs> I just, I'm just not going to. Stop it. Just, 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 Fred. <laughs> I wish I could have videoed that. <laughs> I just, I'm feeling perky. That, that's a TikToker. Stop. <laughs> You guys, look. Here's the deal. I'm not gonna Cal. say. What, I'm not gonna say what it was. I'm just gonna say I could etch glass right now. Would you stop already, <laughs> Cal? Stop we have it. the we have plenty of insurance still, and we're, we're caught up on that. For our errors and omissions, guys. Yes. I hope so. I think so. Okay, I think we're good. Well, we're we're. Got, well, how do we tie in the Boston bomber? Oh, oh you're gonna go to that? Yeah, we're going to the Boston bomber, and uh, it, really the Dershowitz thing does not apply. I was. Well, it, it, let's it, just let's tell them what happened over the break. But you let's, talked about unpopular lawyers. How about unpopular yeah. judicial decisions, which can come back sometimes? Let's just not lie to our listeners. Let, let's just be upfront with them. Let's let's tell the truth. I mean, not Cal, Todd. Tell them the truth. What I what I tried to get you to do, but you refused to be dishonest. What did I try to get you to do? I, well, let's just the, do the tell the truth. The, list, the list is so long. Um, <laughs> I tried to get you to cover my mistake. That's right. You, you tr- so he said there was a tie-in that mm-hmm. I had a tie-in between yep. Dershowitz and the Boston bomber case. And I actually have a tie-in between the Boston bomber case and another case we'll talk about. The Maxwell case. The Maxwell case. Which is the Epstein case. And uh, Not Epstein, but the Epstein's assist- assistant. And Fred wanted to get me to come up with some tie-in. The only thing I could come up with was, well, Dershowitz teaches at Harvard. That's in Massachusetts. And the bomber case does come from Massachusetts. And he is a defense lawyer, and the bomber had a defense lawyer. So, well, I guess there, there we, we go. go. There's our tie-in. <laughs> and everybody breathes oxygen. So. Tell us about the Boston well, Marathon bomber. Mommy Gaia. <laughs> What's going on, Mr. Defense Lawyer, former prosecutor for DA's office in Tennessee and California? So in, in, all, in all seriousness, the Boston bomber case is about the bombing that took place at the Boston Marathon, where bombs have been set near the finish line and several people lost their lives. There were also those that lost their lives in the shootout that occurred subsequent during the manhunt when uh, the two brothers were identified. One was killed in the shootout. The other was later found hiding in a boat. And that individual faced trial. And the trial was held in the Boston area. And the individual 
I always have difficulty pronouncing his name. Don't even try. Don't, don't give him the fame. Don't but, even bother. Uh, don't even but, the, but the individual who was the younger brother of the two was convicted, and then the jury sentenced him to death. Got it. And the and they admitted, and, and he admitted it. And, and he, yeah. he he admitted what he had done. Right. And he was sentenced to death. Now the defense in the case had made several motions to change the venue, claiming that because this occurred in this area, it would be difficult to seat a jury. And the judge in that case refused to allow them to change the venue. The judge also allowed some people to sit as jurors, despite the fact that they had indicated that they had seen things about the case prior, and the judge asked the very basic question, do you still think you can be fair and impartial? They said yes, so the judge left them on. Well, this poses a bit of a problem when it comes up on appeal, and on appeal, the individual defendant's lawyers argued that the judge should have changed the venue and based upon statements made by jurors subsequent to the trial on Facebook and other indi- other things that they found out where people had indeed already appeared to have made up their mind prior to the starting of the case and were subject and had received a, uh, followed a lot about the case in the media, the lawyers raised those issues on appeal not to overturn, well, they didn't get an overturning of the guilty verdict, but they were seeking to overturn the death penalty. And this last week, the appellate panel agreed and said that the death penalty should be overturned because of the lack of impartiality of the jury and that the judge should have more entertained better the motion to change venue to get it in a different location, as well as peeling the onion a bit more on the jurors. And so that is what happened. So here's my question. I know what everybody's screaming at. They don't want to call it at 855-LAW-RADIO, but they're screaming at their radio. They're saying, really? You're going to change venue to, let's say, New York. Nope, never heard about the Boston bomber and the bombs blowing up. Who doesn't know about it? Do you push it to a place in remote Nevada, you know, that... There's nobody there. I mean, who didn't know about it? How do you do that, Todd? How is that impartial? Are these federal charges? Uh, the, these were, I, I think they were state charges. Yeah. But but it doesn't yeah. matter. The point is, Here. how do you push it somewhere? And we can talk about this when we come back. But how do we push that somewhere, Todd, that it's a, such a national event? It's like saying, who didn't know about the Twin Tower? You know, I, I do have an answer. No. I do have an answer in response to that, and when we come back, I'll let you know my thought on it. You will? Yes, I will. Will that have something to do with being cold again? No, it will not have anything to do with being cold. Cal, take us out and make us sound really good. The general public is listening and thinking, wait, did he do the bombing or not? Is he eligible for the death penalty or not? What are we waiting for? Right? I don't know. And Todd's going to tell us when we come back on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. There's much more coming right up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more, call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too... If you pay my fee, I'll take your cake. Oh, stop it. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. So we're back in uh, in your uh, pocket there, uh, Todd. Yes, talking about well, what was that? It sounded like a horse came in here. I went to go breathe, and I got and I got the nose snort. Hey, what's going on here? You did a snort. Yeah, I did. I did. I apologize. Um, so here is why things are a little bit different. We're talking about the Boston bomber case and why the change of venue that was denied could be an issue. Now, Fred, 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 I just I, I me can't speak. Food goes in here. Fred made a very good point. It's Frederick for you, Frederick. Sir. Did you just take a class in? Gaelic or something? I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so Fred raised a great point, which is, what difference does it make about venue? Because this was national news, the bombing. We heard about it all over the country. So what's the difference does it make with somebody hearing a case in New York or Colorado versus hearing it in Boston? And the big difference here is that while the news of the bombing made national news, those that live in the vicinity and the locale had arguably, from the defense perspective, an increased effect 
based upon the bombing because it was happening in their backyard. There was a period of time where everybody was on lockdown in that area while they were searching for those folks. And because of that, they were not affected by news of the incident. They were affected by the incident because it happened so closely to them. And that's where it can get to be emotionally charged. Now, I, I, I am not in any way, by what I'm going to say, shape or form, suggesting that the younger brother defendant in this case is not guilty of murder. I believe that he was guilty of murder. Yes, I, 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 I think he admitted it. Yes, so. he admitted I'm not saying that, but I want to take you through a, pro, a progression here. For example, not every taking of a life is murder. Some are justifiable, some are not. This was not one of those cases. But when you go down that when you go down that line and you get to those that are all qualify as murders, not every murder is subject to or should be subject to the death penalty because they happen in many varying circumstances. Now, the defense here in this case was that he was the younger brother, he had been radicalized by his older brother, and that um, his older brother was the mastermind, he was going along with what his older brother said. Now, whether or not that should that should be a defense to mitigate against the death penalty? I don't know. But what I do know is this. You want a jury that has not been personally affected by the incident because it happened essentially in their backyard making that determination. You want a jury that is separate from that making that determination about whether that can happen. And I believe that the appellate court came in and said, we can't guarantee that that level of impartiality existed because of where the trial took place. And erring on the side of caution, they decided to overturn the death penalty. And, and, that, and again, that's the rationale behind it. Whether or not you agree with the rationale, well, that's up for you to decide. But that is what went into that decision. So interesting. So that that ties in with information, what people know about prior to hearing a case and impartiality of a jury toward a defendant. And that's the Maxwell case. The Epstein's assistant, uh, her last name is Maxwell. There is an issue that is that came down on Thursday that documents were released that are very important documents, which I'm going to bring up. And, and I, I guess, see, Todd and I haven't talked about this yet, about s- some some of the documents that were released were from their lawyers. And that's what I don't get is discussions between her and her lawyers from 2011. It included records of 2011 in meetings between um, oh, Miss Goofrey and her lawyers. So... Goofrey, okay, let's explain who she is. I'm sorry, I might be saying it wrong. Guffrey, uh, Virginia Guffrey and her lawyers. But Virginia Guffrey is one that is claiming that see, she was sexually assaulted and bringing a civil suit, correct? From that what I correct. remember, against um, Epstein's estate. And um, actually not just Epstein's estate, but also against Dershowitz. She added him in the case. We talked about that during the, the first hour. But records from that meeting, and again, I guess the issue is she has the attorney-client privilege, and she can release that attorney-client privilege, uh, which apparently she has. But those records from 2011 uh, from her lawyers have been released, and the public is seeing them. And the issue here we're talking about is now is this going to be an issue 
for Miss Maxwell getting a fair trial or not. Now, and, and again, this particular uh, individual who was suing the Epstein estate because of what she claims she was forced to do, this is the same individual who is alleging that her um, time with Epstein also involved encounters with Prince Andrew. Right. So this is the alleged victim in that. And she releases these documents to show that Maxwell is is culpable in terms of her lawyers do culpable in the civil case. Now, that's that's uh, Guffrey's civil case. And the question here is, well, how does that affect Maxwell's criminal case that is a completely separate animal here from right. from this civil case? Because I think it helps the civil case from the matter of public opinion from the plaintiff's standpoint. But it doesn't necessarily help Maxwell because what Maxwell's attorneys are arguing right now is, wait a second, if you release this information, that stuff that has been released, that has very high-profile names listed in it as those who allegedly visited that island in the Caribbean, if you release this information, that's going to make it very difficult for Maxwell to achieve a fair trial. Because the public will have been predisposed. That's the tie, the causal, the, the connection with the Boston bomber case. Because look, in the bomber case, we see a convict or a death penalty overturned on the basis of the jury was not impartial when they made the decision because of the information was out there and the locale. And essentially, Maxwell and they didn't cite the Boston bomber case because these. This all came out before the recent decision, but the rationale here for the ep for uh, Maxwell is, if you release this stuff, I'm not going to be able to get an impartial jury. Right. And and then I'm going to be adversely affected. And we can see the cause and effect if the jury is, I guess we could call it impartialized because of this information, how it can lead to convictions being overturned down the road. And it's going to be an interesting balancing test. It's one of those things where... You know, you compare criminal trials and things that go on now to the way things were 40 years ago before the Internet, before information was instantaneously spread everywhere, right? And and back then, it was a little easier for a jury to say, yeah, I haven't heard any media coverage about this case or that case because it wasn't so instant. Now we don't have that because the information is so instant when it gets out there, and you run into a situation, I think, going forward for the next years, decades, we're going to have this balancing act about what can be released and what effect is that going to have on society's ability to try to get justice. But here's the thing. So has the bell already been rung, as they say? So this, by the way, is the 2015 civil lawsuit. Yes. So this is way before uh, he was actually, Epstein was actually arrested and charged with the uh, the uh, crimes that he supposedly committed suicide for. And it's all allegations. So here's yep. the, here's the, here's what I'm getting at. Let me back up. The allegations of the recent um, yes, yes. issues, because he, he, he pled before. So, But here's the question I have, Todd, that, that everybody kind of wants to know is, 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 is this release by uh, Virginia Giffrey and her lawyers um, going to cause some serious problems with uh, Maxwell's case? You say yes, but, but uh, I, I just think in the civil action... Why even release it in the civil action? I mean, do you not, why don't why isn't there some sort of even in the civil action the defense lawyers for Epstein's estate saying, whoa, you know, let's put this 
under wraps, and what they can do is they can do what's called an in-camera review of the documents, and they do that. that's where they go inside where the judge's chambers, they review it, and determine whether or not this is going to cause issues. I, I, I will give my uh, opinion on that, and it is that I think that there is always this effort to keep your cause of action relevant in the eyes of the public. You know, a year, year and a half ago, there was the Me Too movement that was out with Harvey Weinstein. We don't hear too much about that, even though the conduct still presumably takes place. That's been replaced by BLM, by COVID-19. It's being replaced by now uh, the the Epstein case, uh, or the Maxwell case. Portland and Seattle. Portland and Seattle. And there's this, you know, okay, what are we dealing with now? And they want to stay relevant because if it gets out of the public eye, their fear is that people say, well, who cares? Well, we're going to come back and talk about what are in those documents that were released. We'll be back. This is Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and available Saturday mornings Pacific 9 to noon live on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Keenan, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? 
I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You're a whiner. That is Armadillo. This is Radio Law Talk. With Frederick Penny. Yeah, I got something important here. I got to text my son-in-law. I need the mower back over at my house. So uh, <laughs> we're a national program here. Seth, I need the mower back at yeah, my house. Yeah, get that over there, would you? Yeah. Well, this is this is important stuff because you know I I have a pastor uh, a pasture and I need to mow the pasture. Well, you have and, cows. What do you think I do? Cows and, he, and he mowed and he took my mower. Oh man. And he and he want, used it for something else and it's a little Kubota tractor. It's got the mower on the back. I need the mower back at my house today. And so I'm going to text him right now. And by the way, he is a lawyer too. That's my son-in-law is a lawyer and my son's a lawyer too. He's challenging your assertion. I object. He no, he, I showed up and my tractor was gone, Cal. I wrote I go, what happened to my tractor? Do I call the police? No, he's using my tractor. Welcome to the role of having kids and sons-in-law. Oh. All of your tools just disappear, yes. and then you know you have to replace them. Then you have six of each thing. I, I, I got to say something. Look, this is going to be anecdotal. I know we don't usually get off on those kind of tangents, but this no. is a, just something about Fred. Okay. Oh, here we go. And 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 it's this. Look. That it, is if, if you followed the show, if you get on the website, if you go to Fred's um, law firm's page, you follow him on TikTok. You, I mean, it's it's not a secret. Would Fred, you remind Would you remind the listeners how much? greater of a TikToker I am than you. Oh, look, he, he started this off saying he's got 600,000 users. I'm over, I, I literally, I have 106 users. Not 106,000, I have 106 yes. followers on TikTok. Well, it's the only thing I've got on him so far. So but anyway, go ahead, you're more but, intelligent. Uh, go ahead. But look, Fred has done very well for himself throughout lucky. his career, and he's done very well, right? And it's very easy for people to think that, well, okay, if you've done well for yourself, then you hire this done, you hire that done, you do this, you do that. Here we're talking, just listen to this. He's mowing his own lawn. He's plowing his own fields. He's doing his own work. He's got a 
thing he posted the other day on TikTok where I think it was his own septic system or whatever. He's taking care no, of that. No, no, I got a guy that. helping me do it. But you Helping you, but you were involved. Feeding. Oh, no, I had to take all the stuff away. Yeah. Oh, I fixed my sprinklers in the pasture. Feeding his cattle. I, I feed the cows, and I and I fix the broken fences. I still do that. He, he has these reaction videos that he posts on TikTok where some people are eating something, and he's eating his. And the other day he posted one, and I think it was like uh, some... Rice Krispies or some breakfast cereal Fred's eating it. And I looked really closely. Yes. And here he is. It's the generic brand of the breakfast cereal that Fred is eating. It is. And I thought, it is. that is, look, look, here's a, it's not that I have a lot of money or anything like that, but this is something that I always try to tell my kids. And it's this, the value of a dollar does not change just because you happen to have a lot of them or very few of them. And if you can remember that, you will do well in life. Hey, I, I'm telling you, okay, <laughs> we're going way anecdotal here. I'm telling a story. I, I did grow up within a home, a wonderful home. And I, I'm going to say I was lucky, but we didn't have a lot of money. And I'm telling you, I still remember the day that we were doing a big deal. And my my tax accountant is in-house. He, he works in-house. And he's my best friend since I was in fifth grade. And we grew up in a country... Uh, just, I mean, in a part of the country that was very poor. And as we were coming out of this big, high-profile thing, he just was upset, and he kind of got mad, and these guys were jerks to us, and he's like, ah, stupid trailer trash, and that's what he said. I was a little bit, I like, trailer trash. I turned to him. I'm dead serious. We're walking. I looked at him. He looked back at me, and he goes, huh. That hey. is our No, no, wait a minute. Oh. You got this. The pause is important. He goes, huh. He goes, I'm trailer trash. I said, dude, you grew up in a single wide next door to me your whole <laughs> life. You didn't even have a double wide. You were a single wide is what you grew up in. That's I slept in a single wide hung, hanging out with you. We we made tacos at 2 a.m. because the bedroom was next to the kitchen. You know, it's just like, and we started laughing. It's like, we're still just the same single wide trailer people. That's, 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 I didn't know. We did, we had the luxury of building a house. Sure. Comparatively, it, mine was a 15-foot travel trailer. Yeah, I'm saying. So that's that's exactly what, and I still do. And what irritates me, I'm sorry, but I have people come do stuff for me sometimes, and by ask my wife, I get all upset because I'm like, you did it wrong. Yes. I mean, and these guys are professionals, you know, professional landscaper, professional plumber, professional. But I grew up doing all this stuff, and it just drives me nuts. It's like, oh, go get someone to do it. You're worth, you know, you so much per hour. You make. I can't. I got to go out there and fix the sprinklers myself. If, if I could have required learning in every school, I would say that every kid in high school should take a woodshop class, should take an auto mechanics class, yep. Yep. and should take civics, and probably even home ec because you got to learn how to do your own dang laundry and cook. Plumbing and basic electricity would be very helpful. And also. my final anecdotal yeah, yeah. one. Okay, I just love being okay, awful. Wait, wait, wait. Denise, that is that's just pure anecdotal. We're yeah, going on. Okay. I, I, a friend of my wife said, and this is absolutely true, sitting in the living room, she turned to me and said, Fred... If I was your wife, I would be at Nordstrom's every day. And I turned to her, and I'm not going to say her name, and I said, blank, I'm going to say Denise, it's not Denise, that's why I didn't marry you. (laughs) (laughs) 
My, my, nice. wife, my wife goes to Target and Walmart, and that's what we do. Now, my so. wife, if, if she had her way, she'd be at Ross every Tuesday, Yeah. especially uh, Old Lady Tuesday, trying uh, to save that 10%, uh, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I pull up in the Bentley uh, and, and McDonald's and use a, my uh, change for a single, uh, a single cheese, and I use a coupon. Out of boy. Whatever works. Out of boy. All right, let's we're, talk we're, about. We're, we're, we're talking, we talking we're, about Maxwell. We were talking about Maxwell. Now, what was in, what was in the released documents? Oh. And again, we are not leading left or right. We're just telling you what was in these documents. And we know as well as everybody else out there, there was a lot of people on both sides of the aisle that were seen. With Maxwell, one way or the other, whether they took a picture with him, whether they with, showed up with, to his with, house. With Epstein. With Epstein. Yes, yes, what did yes. I say, Maxwell? With Epstein. And well, she were, was in a lot yeah, of the pictures. Yeah, she was in so pictures, all too. All sweating, man. They're yeah. all going, oh, yeah. boy. And then yeah. some, though, were seen and at the uh, his little place out in the, was it the Bahamas? It's the Caribbean. It's the Caribbean, yeah, somewhere in this island. island. Yeah. Now, here's what I do know. So when you have a private charter or a private plane, everything's, oh, you can get away with it. They still, the pilots still have to put down who's in that plane. You, even if Epstein owns the plane, and everyone's like, oh, the, he could probably bribe them to. It's pretty, these pilots are pretty, you know, generally speaking, ethical, and they're, they've got to write down who's in that plane. Yes, they so do. So you darn can it. go look and see who flew on the plane. Yes, they According can. to what was on there. So what comes out? So she it, responds, what, Todd, let's go over a few things that came out of these if documents. If Abraham Lincoln shows up on that roster. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, well, and, and we should say that, you know, to, to apparently to get to the estate, it's a two-step process because the the island wasn't big enough to have a plane land on it. You, right. They had to land at the local airport and then take a helicopter in. Right. But one name that shows up on the manifest that was released is the uh, former president of the United States, Bill Clinton. Now, here's the interesting thing about that. So one of the interesting things in these documents, we're saying yes. the documents, and, and Bill Clinton is innocent at this point until they even, this is what sh- they're saying were in the documents when she's talking to her lawyer. Yes. So she could have said something not truthful, and it could have come out about Bill Clinton. But she said, apparently, asked, what is Bill Clinton doing here? And Epstein said, well, he owes me a favor. <laughs> And that's what, and that's the big bomb that's dropped. That um, Epstein, that this Miss Maxwell tells her lawyer that what Epstein told her. Now, then she goes on and say, this is what people aren't saying. To jump on Bill Clinton's side is, well, she said it was a joke. So you know, okay, you know, she says that, but then she says, oh. She, Epstein was kind of joking about it. So, and then there was an individual in that movie that was on. He's he claims he was the guy that was the maintenance guy, and he saw Bill Clinton there on the island. But he said, which people got to re- re- uh, repeat, is what he saw. There was no nothing going on with Bill Clinton. No hanky panky going on. He had just had been there. But Bill Clinton, at this point, to my knowledge, is saying, "No, I never showed up to that island." Yeah, th- that's the big thing. If he says he was never there, and 
they're able to prove that he was there then the question is why was he lying about being why was he saying something untrue about being there so that's the issue and we're, we're gonna have to follow this bill one. clinton misrepresents some sexual activity wait a oh, minute oh that's a bad out we don't wait come on i'm just, I'm just come saying on, i did not was go he, to that was he not impeached on. i mean come on i know but <laughs> we got we're neutral on both just sides asking, here just, i was just asking the yeah, question that's yeah. all <laughs> anyway we must not start that all right but don't forget he also had secret service around too probably so well no that was the one of the allegations that he would ditch his secret service okay. details so. we'll find out we're going to talk a little bit more about it and then we'll come back and talk about a twitter hack one more hour coming up of radio law talk so stay tuned we'll start at six minutes after the hour on radiolawtalk.com You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Some people say the USA is finished. It's evil, a has-been full of hate and injustice. The U.S. Constitution should be trashed and the Bill of Rights abolished. No free speech, no gun ownership, competition and free markets are bad. We're all too stupid. For our own good, the government must own everything and know all your secrets. Other people say that America has created the freest, richest, happiest, most generous society that has ever existed in the world. That's why millions of people are desperate to come here and escape their brutal lives in Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, and 100 other countries. In America, we have the right to succeed, the right to our own living, the right to have a family, the right to believe in God, the right to have our own ideas, the right to be safe and secure, and the right to be left alone. Where do you stand? Help us save the Constitution and restore the American dream. Go to SaveMyFreedom.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council.